Welcome, everybody, to Serving in Business. This is your host, Steve Ramona. I'm so excited. I've known her for many years. My really good friend, Steve Remo, I give him a shout out, introduced me. Kai Deering, who is the independent associate with PPSL, PPLI LSI. I always say that wrong. But I do want to shout out some accomplishments that she's done because this is who you're listening to, and this is some of the stuff that you're going to get. She's a contributing author for three of the best selling books, including Go for No, which you network marketers out there have read that probably a million times. Here's one of the contributing authors. She's the highest earning female in PPLSI in the network division. And she's a speaker who she's taught to 10,000 people. She's not going to have a problem talking to me if she's talked to 10,000, even though sometimes I sound like 10,000. And then she's been self-employed uh, females out there listening to this for 25 years. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. I'm, I've heard great things about your show, and it's an honor to be on it, for sure. Well, thank you. And it is serving in business, and you've been doing that for, I know, over the 25 years. But what does serving mean to you? Well, it always has been said. I think it was Jim Rohn that said, service to many leads to greatness. And so if you love what you do, it doesn't really feel like work and you would do it for free, then you should probably do it and get paid for it. So um, for 20 years, I have been with PPLSI. And before that, I had been self-employed. I did a you know a couple of failed ventures and one of them included health insurance. And I just didn't really like it. I didn't really make my heart sing. I didn't like all the paperwork overhead. You know, it didn't really mean anything. And so you're not going to be very good at something if you don't really like it and if you don't feel like you're serving people, which I didn't. I mean, I didn't love it. I didn't, I wasn't excited about it. And so um when you find something you love to do like you have, it doesn't feel like work and it feels like you're just doing what you would do for free, which is sharing good products products, good services, good ideas um, with other people. And you're educating, you're not selling, right? I love it. That's a lesson to learn that you left something you weren't passionate about and moved into PPLSI. And you're pretty happy right now, I would say, right? Yes. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that people are looking for in yeah. careers. And we've seen this great resignation. So, you know, I did some some research on a, to do a TikTok on what people are not okay with what, at work. And 80% of them are not passionate with what they do, right? 20% of them uh, flat out hate what they do. And so it why would they stay? We're not a tree. We can move, right? And so I feel like if you're not where you want to be, somebody's calling something else for you to do in your life, you should probably investigate it and try it. Um, and once you're in your passion zone, you are able to do some amazing things. And so um, they all support each other. So whether it's contributing author or speaker or things like that, they all contribute to back to the same main goal. And the goal that I love about what I do is it's a social justice mission. It's participating in the legal revolution. There's going to be history books written about what we've been able to do to level that legal playing field and give a voice to those who really don't think that they can or have access to it. And that's when you find that kind of passion that you're excited about. Um, you're going to work because you want to. So I lose track of time. I don't even know sometimes what day it is. Um, I love what we're up to. And then I think now with um, the internet and with like things like this platform, like you're interviewing on your podcast, it gives everyday individuals like you and I um, a marketing voice too, where we can empower and really for me, protect more people on a huge grand scale. We've never been able to do that before. I mean, you might be able to go to a networking mixer or a chamber and not that there's anything wrong with those, but now we have a reach which truly is um global and the more we're global the more i realize we're all the same 
we really are. We all just want to have an impact and significance in the world. And we all want to leave it better than we, we, we started with it. And if you're doing that, then it doesn't feel like work. I love it because you said a word empower and I was going to lead into obviously you're female and you're super successful and let's not hide that you are 25 years. What are some tips you'd give women entrepreneurs? Because I know everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because of what's happened to you and others. What kind of tips can you give the female out there in our audience? I hear that sometimes. And um, I've never wanted to be kind of singled out as, oh, you're a great female entrepreneur. I want to play with the big boys. Great. And I don't. So there's a, a division in our company that really focuses on women that didn't really resonate with me. One, because maybe I don't have kids, right? I don't have that traditional um, sort of, you know, experience in the world. So um, I do like playing with the boys and I do like trying to beat their butts. And I think it's kind of fun. So um, I would say it's a, you know, being passionate, especially for, I would say, so here's two things. One is I think women have a tendency um, to have an energy that's a little bit more people pleasing, uh, number one. And if you're going to do something that is outside of the norm, which is be self-employed, not do the traditional job thing, you're going to have to be okay. Uh, I recently, you know, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I uh, recently just put on my Facebook um, about and my Instagram about how you know, not everyone's going to like you and you got to be okay with that. And I'm not everybody's cup of tea, nor would I want to be right. So I don't, I don't want to be for everybody. So if you're for everybody, you stand for nothing and um, you're going to find your tribe. But if you're more worried about what people think about you, about not doing the traditional business route, if you want to go be an entrepreneur, then um, you're never going to make it. You're always going to live someone else's dream and not your own dream. So that's number one. Um, what I see just, you know, we are programmed to, you know, go out, get a good job, you know, do all that traditional stuff. But what if that doesn't make your heart sing? What if you are sick to your stomach every Sunday night before you got to go to work on Monday? What if you go to work and you don't want to be there? It's It makes you physically and like the stress that's related to, to the workplace too, when people aren't happy is like 50% of people have stress and that's going to be stress related illnesses. So one is, you know, anybody, but especially women, quit being a people pleaser and do what you want to do that makes you happy. And then sort of number two is um, there is a gift and an energy that happens that sometimes we're, um, you know, better equipped for business. We are more as a traditional, this isn't everybody, because I think sometimes there's feminine energy, obviously with males, I have a very, um, you know, male energy when it comes to business. But I feel like, you know, that can be a real gift in business because, we're all about results. Everybody wants results, results, results. But how do you get those? That's the end game. There's all this stuff up to the results, which is relationships, which is, you know, empathy, um, heart centered, all of these things, which are soft skills that sometimes we've, we've lost in business. But I think we're coming back to that full circle, which allows us to be in a unique position to really dominate when it comes to business or sales or entrepreneurialism, because we can navigate between both of those um, kind of modalities, if you will. Well, I love that you included men. I just, this is why I love to have her on. This is why I love her. And I think you guys need to reach out. Her information will be in the show notes. It's also, if this is a, ver um, a video that you see, you'll see her uh, link in her uh, background there. Because you include men. And men, she just kicked the door open for you. Reach out. Because she is. I mean, I, as you're talking, I'm thinking about all the people you connected me with, that I connected with you with, were all men. So it's interesting. You're right. Um, with that being said, why PPLSI? I mean, you could have done anything, right? I'm not anything, but you could have done a lot of things. Why did you go this route? 
and it's formally called Legal Shield for you people out there that don't know PPLSI. It's Legal Shield. So why why and there? Before that was prepaid legal. So we've kind Thank of you. full circle, right? <laughs> it went from prepaid legal to Legal Shield to PPLSI, uh, which is Prepaid Legal Services Inc., which is the the acronym for that. Um, so I think I think there's a couple reasons why. Uh, so for instance, I was self-employed, and one of the things that I did not enjoy about being self-employed was reinventing the wheel. Um, I don't want to figure out all the systems, the marketing. And so um, when I was doing um, my other ventures, it was kind of pre the internet. I'm not kidding. We had it, but we weren't really using it. And I realized when that was like, you need a shopping cart and there's SEO. And I was like, oh man, I'm out of trouble. I could barely make a brochure on my own, let alone, you know, all of navigate all of this. So I really gravitated towards a plug and play. Um, so, but my options in a plug and play would have been, you know, buying an existing business. Um, it would have been, um, joining maybe, uh, you know, starting a franchise or, or something like that would have been, you know, network marketing, or it would have been financial services or real estate where there's already a, a system, um, in place. And that's really what I was looking for. But the second reason why was, um, you know, I want something with a unique selling position. I don't want to be out there because sales is convincing somebody because they're already using your services or products from someone else. So everybody knows a realtor, everybody knows a financial services. Um, but I had something that everybody needed everybody could afford and they didn't know what existed. And um, in my book, that is a winner, winner, chicken dinner. So if you've really got, you know, a 50 year old right now, we're a $3 billion corporation that not everybody's heard of. We have less than a 3% market penetration. You don't have to be very good. You just have to be busy. So I like being able to put my energy, excitement, contacts into their system, um, which was great. And then I had unlimited potential because, you know, I could write it anywhere. There was no underwriting. There was no, um, you know, licensing. And the third part about that was just the market penetration was so low that you could really go anywhere. So those are the three reasons why I picked it. And I guess I've already said it a million times is the social justice. I need to have something that, I can put my one, two things. One, I could hold my head up high and take this to anyone and not be embarrassed because I think there are some silly things out there that maybe you'd be embarrassed to take it to your grandma or an HR person, right? Because we can offer it as a voluntary benefit. Um, and then and then the second part of that is that I would feel a moral obligation to share it with people for free anyway, which is exactly what I was doing. I was a member long before I was an associate and I found myself just in a, like you are, um, Steve, you're at a, a position of influence and people would come to you and ask for advice and things. And I'd say, this is a legal thing. Do you have that legal plan? Cause you really should have that. Um, you know, it'll save you a lot of money and time. And they'd say, no, what's that? And I kept referring it to, um, someone else. And so when I finally realized, wow, you know what, I should just refer it and keep it. So, um, I think if you love it too, it's easy because it's just sales as a transference of belief. So if you love what you do, it's easy to be like, Hey, you should really get this thing. It's going to save you a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of headaches. Um, and you should know what your rights are. So those are the the reasons why I picked it. Um, I didn't want to start up either. I mean, 90% of them all fail in the first five years. Anyway, I wanted something to be here today, here tomorrow. I mean, there's just so many reasons. I love the team aspect too. Yeah. Like I really was lonely out there on my self-employed ventures, no one to commiserate with, no one to celebrate with. Um, you know, my husband would have to hear the brunt of it and he'd be like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, this is a wonderful opportunity to work in it. And I played soccer growing up. I wanted a team environment, yeah. a team sport too. So those are a lot of the 
reasons that just came off the top of my head why I really picked this and gravitated for it for 20 plus years. I love the sports analogy. I'm with you, um, Kai. It, it's it's important because sports are successful because of that. Golfers are somewhat successful. They still have a team behind them. Yeah. You said something very interesting. I want the audience to 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 hear again is you were serving people without getting paid, giving out this great advice, very happy. And you realize one day I need a piece of pie. And why I'm saying this is she is enveloping what I'm believing is you can serve and make money. It oh, goes yeah. that way, right? So I we're think there's a misconception. People have so many weird things about money, Steve. So I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Like, you know, money is the root of all evil. You know, people who make money don't do good in the world. Um, you know, money just makes you more of who you are. So if you're a good person, um, think about what you could do with money. Who could you bless? Who could you help? You know, what could you do? And and I think when you're on the other side of it, you work because you want to, not because you have to. Uh, you work because there's more to give. There's more contribution. There's more uh, places you can volunteer, more people you can, um, you know, bless. So I always try to wrap something philanthropic around most everything we do. Like we do um, a super Saturday once a month, which is a training for associates. And so for December, we picked home first, which is, you know, uh, helps unhoused brothers and sisters get back on their feet. Um, so we picked that for our super Saturday and my networking groups and the president of my BNI, I made sure we had that also in our December event. So I think, um, to whom much is given, much is expected. And so if you, I always say our CEO and founder at the time used to say, you know, you can make a living and make a difference. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. I mean, if you are soul sucking business, that's just there to make the money, um, you know, you can make money, but you can't be happy. Yeah. So I think there's nothing wrong with making an incredible income as long as you're helping serving and, and think about it, the people who make the most money, I was thinking about like this, like Bill Gates, he gives away the most. He's the most philanthropic person on the planet. He gives away the most. He couldn't do that on minimum wage. And so you're crawling in the world, isn't serving anybody saying no to kids. No, we can't go to Disneyland. No, we can't afford that. No, we can't go here. We can't go to Hawaii. We can't. Who is that serving? In fact, in, in my mind, you're selfish if you're, you know, living below your means. You are because the world needs what you have to offer. They need your voice. They need your contribution. Um, and I think about if everybody was job free and they all had enough money to live off, we could solve a lot of the world's problems. Amen. Right? We, we could do Amen. it. But because we're brainwashed to go to work and make just enough so we don't quit and we're afraid, right? Then we live small. And I'm going to challenge you today. There's a lot of opportunities you can do that'll allow you to earn extra money on the side. You don't have to give up your day job, that security that you've got. But the irony also, Steve, about security, and this is interesting too. So in 20, 20 years, I've been with one cup, 21, it'll be 21 in December. I've been with one company. You know, my husband's high tech. He's been with maybe six or seven. You know, so I'm going to argue with you that you think you have a safe, secure job, but maybe you don't. Maybe that job and that whatever is not secure. Maybe being in control of your own destiny, you know, participating in your own rescue is actually going to serve more and be more yeah. stable and secure than that safe, secure job. And we're seeing it right now, right, with, with tech the way that it is, all the layoffs you know, all of the fear. And if you're not afraid of that, then they can't, they can't own you, right? You get to live your full best life as opposed to living in scarcity um, and fear. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and the servings also too, I tell people I'm excited because I have large goals financially, but you know what that does? It allows me to give back. And I love that you said that because I'm 1 million percent behind you on that. Um, in regards to PPLSI, what do you solve? I mean, let's just get a little bit about, I want people to know why you're so passionate, why you're passionate about this company, as you just told us previously, what are we doing here? Well, thank you for that. Um, you know, I think about a couple of reasons why, and I, I was a contributing author for a, a book called Women Can. And in there, um, I wrote my story and that I get nothing for that book. In fact, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Monette, who had this great idea that all these women um, would write this their stories, right, of trials and tribulations, and then, you know, to success. And then we would give 100% of all the proceeds to charity. So it's called a giving book. So if you purchase the book on Amazon, I get nothing and you can pick your charity and it goes 100% to charity. Like what, how cool is that? These yes. are the types of win-win opportunities I want to be a part of. If there's any losers in business or in your philanthropy or anything you're doing, stop and don't do it. So that's one of the things I love about PPLSI is the member wins. I win because I make money. The home office wins. There's no losers. And, and I think in business, there doesn't have to be winners and losers. So yeah. uh, that's number one. Um, but I think for your, your, your question is when I look back and I wrote that chapter, I thought about my mom. You know, my mom was a single mom with a with me. She got married um, and put him through law school, helped um, him develop three businesses that ended up being very, very successful. And she was a stay at home mom and never finished her degree because she put everything into him. Um, and she was a great Susie homemaker, the most incredible childhood ever. But in high school, he decided to leave her for a woman 17 years younger and um, he had a, you know, very highfalutin connections and legal background. And he said, you know what, um, and don't worry about getting an attorney because I know you don't have any money. Use my attorney. And that didn't work out so well. I mean, she ended up living in a trailer park, um, working at fast food. Not that there's anything wrong with that. She ended up being my hero. We ended up going to college. Um, I, I was in college, so she ended up going to school as well. We graduated on the exact same day of the exact same year. And she never played the victim card. I love that about her. But had she had something like PPLSI for literally a dollar a day, $30 a month, even she could have afforded that. And then she could have gotten unlimited consultation. And when she asked that question, you know, hey, do you think it would be safe for me to use his attorney for, um, you know, a no contest divorce can, you know, agreement? Because he said he's going to give me everything that I'm asking for. They would have said, you know what, you should probably protect yourself. And I don't think she would have been in that situation. Again, your tragedy is your destiny. It was probably the best thing that ever happened. Our relationship, we got super close, right? She, I learned, I learned the value of a dollar because I had to bootstrap, put myself through college. So in hindsight, it's a lot of great things that happened, but it didn't need to be like that had she had access. And then furthermore, when I started traditional business, um, and this is a women's thing, so I will share this, you know, they're not quite as well connected as men in business. Mm -hmm. They're not on the golf course, like you said, you know, golfing with, um, you know, attorneys, but they have the same issues as big business. But a lot of times they don't treat it like a business. They treat it like right. a hobby, but you're still bound to the same, you know, legalities and contracts. And, um, you know, you really need to treat it like a business. And without something like this, which we have um, home-based business supplements and work from home um, plans, as well as big business plans, and none of them are more than $200 a month, which isn't even in some cases, 
you know, 15, 30 minutes of an attorney's time. It's just, I think you're silly to run a business without it. It just, it wouldn't make sense to me. I, it, it boggles the mind, but I really have a heart for women in that scenario because I had a lot of questions. I got bullied. I got, you know, treated unfairly, but it was a different conversation when I said, listen, uh, this conversation isn't going where I'd like it to go. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to back up, rewind. Let me talk to my law firm and let me get back to you. Whoa, whoa. That conversation um, gives, and not just women, it's everybody, but it gives them the power in that conversation to be able to now truly go find out what your rights are. Because I think a lot of us have said, you're going to hear from my attorney. And they know, yeah. and you know, you don't have one. Yeah. But when you say it the way I just said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not in love with where this conversation is going right now. I'll tell you what, and I'm in a business relationship. I'm going to call my law firm, have them review our contract, and then we'll see where we're going to go from here. So let me go ahead and just um, get back to you as soon as I talk to my law firm. It changed the whole conversation for me and my traditional businesses. Now I haven't had any of those conversations since PPLSI, but like in my <laughs> traditional business and insurance, I did yeah. had a lot of those conversations. Yeah. So, you know, it really helps people from getting bullied and take advantage of by big business because they do know what their rights are. They do have the contracts. They do have attorneys reviewing that. Why shouldn't we? No. And it's, it's incredible. That story is amazing. And the audience, listen, that could have changed this lady's life. Anne was her name, correct? Anne? Yeah. If she had PPLSI, a life change, not just a change in a business, maybe saving a couple thousand, a life change. And that's what I'm about. Uh, and I've learned some things because I am a client as well. And thank you for I, that. I, I love, and I got to tell you, I saved $4,000 in season tickets. Uh, the law firm reached out and wrote a letter. I'm like, I'm not paying this. Da, da, da. Letter, a week later, I got a letter back from the team. I'm not going to say which team, but they said, okay, you're released from your, your ticket. They won $4,000 for me. And so I know I've been through it. That's one of the reasons I wanted to have her. But you, audience, you can see why I have her on. She's so passionate. But you know what's more important? She's intelligent. Because you know why? She's not recreating the wheel. She said it earlier. She's going out finding those answers. So can you all do me a favor? When you listen to this, reach out to Kai. I always say her right now. But Kai, if you have a chance, I'm sure she will answer an email, right? You know, I want you to have 10-minute phone calls. But, you know, email her, text her wherever she wants you to reach out because these are people you need to surround yourself with. The other thing that you said before we close is you started a business and didn't know what the hell you're doing. And you said a hobby. I've been saying, I've been network marketing 20 years, a lot less, well, about as long as you multiple companies, but I see that all the time. People, oh, I just joined network marketing, but you have a business now. It's not a hobby. It's not selling fruit on the corner in the street. You're selling strawberries. That's still a business, but it's different. So reach out to Kai if you have questions about starting a business or anything else or PPLSI. And Kai, I want to thank you. <laughs> this has been incredible. I'm so pumped that you're here and that you're able to help the audience and, and help me. I've learned so much. I always like to leave our audience with some great business tip. You give us the last word. Go ahead. Um, that's funny. Uh, I was telling you before we went live that, um, you know, I think my superhero power, because you talked about, you know, like some people will jump around from company to company, opportunity to opportunity. And my famous quote is just stay the course and success is eminent. Uh, my superhero power is really consistency. Um, you know, I've been married for 18 years. We dated for five. So I've been with the same man for 23 years. I've been in the same company for 21 years. Um, and if what you're doing isn't stupid, I think in the world today, it's just too easy to quit. Like, oh yeah, you know, um, you stand in front of God and everyone, I do until I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? And if what you're doing isn't stupid, make it work. 
figure it out. It's, it's harder to start over every single time than it is to pick one thing, stay the course um, and figure it out. And success is imminent. My mother was famous for always saying everywhere you are, there you are. So until you face into your own personal demons, your own personal shortcomings, and trust me, I've got a lot of them. They're going to keep showing up. It's not the situation or the relationship or the company that you're in. You got to fix you and then everything else will work out. And that's the work. That's the real work. And that's the work that people don't want to do. They would rather hide from themselves, right? Because it's easier than looking in the mirror and go somewhere else. Start with that new relationship. Start with that new business. Start with that new company. Um, So I'm going to argue with you and challenge you today um, to just stay one course until successful. That's it because success is eminent. Let consistency be your superhero power. Work harder on yourself than you do on anything else and everything else will work out. I'm a big personal development person too. Steve, that could be a whole nother conversation. Um, but grab some books, talk to a mentor, um, You know, go to a Tony Robbins seminar, figure it out, get a counselor, get a mentor, get a coach. Um, these things can help you in your personal and business life, take you all the way to the top. Don't do it alone.